You are listening to the Way of Consciousness Radio Network programming to help you explore and rediscover and remember your inner divinity. This is a production of the Order of the Friends of Yeshua. The Order of the Friends of Yeshua community was created to offer support to those who continually seek to embody the Christ message of love, forgiveness, compassion, oneness, and peace. OFJ is not interested in creating yet another worldly structure which could by its very nature set itself apart and seeks not to focus on the personhood of Yeshua Jesus but to share in the divine realization that he came to share with us which is that we are all created in the image and likeness of God and that the kingdom of God is within OFJ Community is an all-inclusive community of spiritual seekers. We offer dialogue and studies for deep inner spiritual development in seminary courses for ordained ministry. If you feel called to be a part of OFJ Community or to receive our monthly newsletter, please send an email to ofjcommunity at gmail.com. We'll be happy to send you information about membership in the various programs we offer. In these times of great change, OFJ Community's mission is to offer spiritual support, friendship, and direction to all. Now, to our program. This is The Way of Consciousness. Good evening, and welcome to The Way of Consciousness. This is one of your co-hosts. Reverend Dr. Linda Marie Nelson, I'm broadcasting live this evening, Tuesday, November 1st, from Nashville, Tennessee, and I welcome you into the show. Uh, my co-host will be jo- joining me momentarily, Bishop Lee Allen Peterson out of Texas, and Father Michael Sherbet from the great state of Nebraska. And uh, as you might recall, for those of you who are uh, listeners to our program, we're, we're talking about... Um, the Christ consciousness, the inner consciousness, the divine consciousness, and uh, and learning how to master that consciousness and allow that inner divinity to guide us in our journey on life, to follow the way, as it were. Currently, we're talking about some of the ideals in the way of the heart. And um, we invite you to um, send us your comments, send us your emails at ofjcommunity at gmail.com. Visit our website at www.ofjcommunity.org and to if you're interested in in any classes we'll be we're doing Skype classes on the way of mastery and we'll and on Aramaic studies understanding the fundamental basic use of language uh, of Aramaic that um Yeshua uh Jesus would spoke in in his day and understanding that perspective of use of language. So if you're interested in any of those things, please call us here on the show area code um 347-237-5625. We're live each Tuesday 9 p.m. Eastern Time and that's our live call-in number. Otherwise, send us an email at ofjcommunity at gmail.com. And so I welcome into the show this evening Lee Allen Peterson and Michael Sherbert. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Hi. 
So, Father Michael, tell me what's going on in your part of the world in the great state of Nebraska. Oh, well, we just got some uh, beautiful weather here the last couple of days. Uh, the evenings have been great as well as the day. And, of course, uh, we survived the uh, the grandchildren in the great hunt for the great pumpkin. <laughs> and uh, so all is well. All is well, well. Glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. And... Bishop Lee out of Texas, how are things in the great state of Texas? A little chilly. You know, we're in the, the mid to low 70s here, and uh, so most of us are wearing sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> Try, trying to recover, for, for, you know, we're, we're used to 112. So yeah. 70 is like 30, I guess, in Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. So we're yeah, hoping for a very, yeah, we're hoping for a very mild winter. Yeah. <laughs> we're looking forward to getting back up into the 80s. <laughs> oh, good heavens! Does that occur in Texas in the middle of winter? Do you get up that high in temperature? Sometimes. Yeah, wow. I, I remember. I remember it being 89 in swimming one Christmas day. Wow! No kidding! Wow! Yeah. We have the strangest weather in Texas. Seems indeed, indeed. And uh, so, but for the most part, it, it, it's really uh, it's it's beautiful weather. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. We got one month of winter, which is generally February. <laughs> wow, wow. Wow, that's that's from. I don't know. Maybe maybe we should move to Texas, Father Michael. I'm thinking it's sounding <laughs> pretty good. Uh, no, except the summer. Although a couple I'm not of Thanksgivings sure. ago, we had snow. Huh? Really? Yeah. Well, we're a lot used of snow. to snow, but we're not used to snow. We have no <laughs> idea what to do with snow. <laughs> uh, we we, we stand at the window snow, and go, okay. "What is that?" <laughs> yeah. And stay off the road too. Yeah, really. Oh, we we can't even walk to the car, much less get it in a drive. <laughs> if it's a little bit of snow, they even close the schools here. Okay. Yeah, well, they do that here in Nashville as well. They sure do. They sure do. Well, you know, I wanted to mention. Uh, yeah. Oh well, yeah. I'm sure for you, you guys are geared up for for that kind of weather. I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to mention um, the passing of, of, of a wonderful, wonderful writer and friend, um, Walter Starkey, um, also hmm. from the great state of Texas, uh, made his transition. And um, Bishop Lee and I had the blessed good fortune to spend a long weekend um, there in Texas uh, helping uh, his wife, Erin, uh, edit um, his last book that he had written, and mm-hmm. um, and so it was quite a, a quite a wonderful honor uh, to to have been able to do that. And um, he made his transition about a week later. So uh, I just wanted to remember Aaron and um, and Walter, who was, was was very ready to move on to the next. Um, experience of life so we're very very grateful to him 
Um, I know Lee and I are very excited about his book that will be coming out, we think, probably after the first of the year. Correct, Lee? I believe so. Well, I'm hoping it comes out in December. I think that's what Aaron is shooting for. Oh, okay. Well, whenever that is, we'll all be uh, welcoming um, that work. And uh, so we just want to send you love to our uh, sweet uh, Walter Starkey. Yes, eternal remembrance. Yes. May light perpetual shine upon him. Yes. So, Bishop Lee, would you like to um, begin this evening for us? I would love to. Thank you. So let's begin with a little prayer. And as we uh, center ourselves, let's just take a couple of deep breaths. And just let all the tension flow out of our shoulders, out of our torso, our legs, feet. And just let our minds drift away from the cares of the day and become centered in this present moment. As we remember who we are, source, creator, God, goddess, all that is, Abba, I am ready to be what you created me to be. I choose to remember that I am effect and not cause. Thy will be done, knowing that your will is my full happiness. Reveal then that path through which that happiness can be known. For my way has never worked, but your way always does. Amen. Mm. Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, that's a very very interesting prayer and I was wondering when I was doing some of my reading uh, do we have a clear do we have it clear in our mind that that we are effect and not cause yet at the same time cause indwells us when we say I and my father are one are we not joining with that cause and so while in form we are effect that which animates our form is cause while the world is effect, that which animates the world is cause. So that that's really that, that's really something for us to take a look at, and that leads us into humility. Because without humility, you can't really see this. Without humility, you cannot really understand yourself as effect. So humility then is the uh is a chief characteristic to cultivate. Therefore when we pray excuse me indeed ask for greatness. 
Let the Father know that you are ready for the fullness of Christ to be incarnate. And simply hold the promise within that you will always remember that you are not the doer and the maker. You are merely the one who has come to recognize that only the love of God can fulfill you as a soul. Only the fulfillment of your purpose to be a channel of love can you can bring you the success that you truly seek. And that's that's really what we have to see ourselves as in terms of being in form. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. In form we are a channel. Our form is a channel for us as love when we come to the realization that that's who and what we are to operate operate through indeed we're 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 a vehicle uh if you will through which Christ incarnates so the truth of who we are is that Christ right. that is subjective our form is objective. So we, we're again living that subjective, objective reality that is a paradox, not a duality. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and we do this in oneness because without the Christ, we are not fully human, and without the body, we are not fully human. It takes both the mm-hmm. spirit, the Christ consciousness, as well as the body through which it operates. <laughs> so when we let the Father know that we are ready for the fullness of Christ to be incarnate, what are we really doing? Actually, the Father knows this, right? Because he is omniscient and omniscience. So we're actually reminding ourselves. Most of our prayer when we pray for things that we think we need, that we need to inform God of, we're not really informing God. What we're doing is informing ourselves <laughs> yeah. that this is what we want to focus on. Isn't that right, Father? Yes, it is. It is, indeed. So when you're fully committed to that... Oh, go ahead. I No, you finished the thought. You okay. finished the thought here. What, when you are fully committed to that, rather than being committed to wondering about other people's opinions, then that power can begin to move through you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you are willing to let go of the world, heaven will come to replace it. Yeah. When you are willing to let go of your need for egoic grandness, True grandeur will begin to pour forth through you. There is a paradox within spirit, so we should learn to discern it, become a master of it, and never mm-hmm. neglect the need for discipline based on the foundation of humility. When we realize how grand we are in terms of the indwelling presence of God, and how we have how we are so blessed and so loved that's what brings us into t- true humility you see true humility is, is not 
necessarily, you know, self-deprecation, uh, you know, as we discussed last week. True humility is not making ourselves small. True humility is recognizing and being in awe of the greatness of God. And, and, it, and, it, and it, you know, when we go and see some sort of grand work of nature, and it just like takes our breath away, yeah, that is humility. <laughs> yeah, That's real yeah. humility. This brings to mind for me the great teacher <coughs> of humility, uh, Saint Peter himself, in. Uh, I believe it's First Peter one four. Isn't it marvelous how he says we are partakers in the very divine nature of God itself, and in participating in that nature, the first thing I see is divine love. The second thing I see is divine wisdom. And the third is the divine nature, all as one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. That's an- another form of the Trinity. Absolutely. Bishop Linda Marie, do you want to take it from there for a minute, for a while? Okay, now where did you where did you leave off, Bishop Lee? Uh, page sixty-seven. You see, this okay. is what. Okay. Okay. I don't know how I uh, changed the page for some reason. You see, this is what has caused you to fear the energy of desire, because in the past, and and that can go back a long way. Somehow we've decided to find out what it would be like to let all of that power be claimed as our own and used to serve the voice of the ego. And that's what, you know, we're afraid of. But if we cultivate these stages and ground them in humility, we will never fear uh, we will never need to fear any sort of misuse of 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 what we desire. So in our prayers, and and we need to do this as often as we can remember to do this, is to remember that what we decree is. So that in each day, it is important for us to to have the energy of appreciation, to be in gratitude each day, every day. And it's well and good that we appreciate one another. But when we're in our own uh, uh, space of meditation and prayer, we need to appreciate how the power of the source of love, what we call God, is living and moving and breathing to bring people and books and teachers and experiences together that gently unravel the cocoon of the ego around you. And what does that do? It it awakens us to the truth, to beauty, to majesty, to grandeur, and the greatness that life itself is. 
I just think that's beautiful. Yeah, and that, and that one of and reassuring, and, Very and reassuring. also letting because life itself is grand, and that yeah. grandness lives through us. It's not up to us to make life grand. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, there is nothing that we can do to make life any grander than it already is. Absolutely. What we must do is allow that grandeur to to uh and that greatness to flow through us. Absolutely. And and you know, Timmy, I found in my life that gratitude is the key. That gratitude that gratitude it's humility and it shapes the, the our next experience. You know, yes, it it, does. it it creates our very next experience. So if we stay in humility and gratitude and appreciation for the for the magnificent gift of life and not only within ourselves but the life that is contained all around us which God is creating all around us which we you know we view and see if we can see the gratitude and the beauty in it um it creates our uh, continues to create our next experience. Yes. And so and- um I just think it's so interesting that actually life actually wants to breathe through us. Yes, yes. As as magically and as powerfully as it breathes through a thunderstorm or the wind on the leaf on a tree or the radiance in a new baby's eyes, you know, that life is who and what we all are. Absolutely. And that life is the very presence of God's love. You know, the very the very depth of the ocean, so to speak, welling up into the waves of creation, you know. I, I love always love the analogy of the wave in the ocean. Mm-hmm. You know, so integrally connected and yet we it looks like separation from the ocean, but it's really integral to the ocean. Right. And so um so the idea here is is to is to allow life to be our guide in all things rest in appreciation or gratitude or humility before the very mystery uh, infinite ministry a mystery of life that is and just say yes to it just open your heart and say yes to life and, and be willing uh, to allow that fullness of life just wash through us and carry us into an e- ever-deepening understanding and comprehension and realization of of all that God is. Yes, yes. And if we could only just do that, if we would just would just receive that, rest in this awareness of divine humility. It's the sweetest of experiences that we can ever know. You know that is so true. I, and if we could, if we could just for a, in, in our moments remember, I, I heard a, a an evangelical preacher preach on this, and it, and it I almost fell out of my my pew. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, "God only has two words." Yes. And amen. Amen. <laughs> and isn't and isn't 
this the divine way that Christ pointed to and said, Mm -hmm. I am. We are. He is. Mm -hmm. The divine way of life. And and Absolutely. and actually, that is the only way. I mean, that is that's right. That's the only way of life. That is the way of life. You know, we get caught up a lot of times in going, okay, Jesus is the way, the life, and the truth, which is absolutely true. And it, it, it's true as much for Jesus as it is for me, as it is mm-hmm. for you. Absolutely. But the the point is here is that then we became confused with the with, with our and confused our own egoic personality and what it is confused that to Jesus mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. said not what Jesus is but this is what Jesus is and then we developed and then we developed a whole set of rules and regulations based on that premise mm-hmm. that that as we say we created God in our own image mm-hmm. right but it's mm-hmm. our own false image it's our egoic image so we create Jesus not allowing Jesus to be who he is and allowing him to be who he is in us through us and throughout all creation Absolutely. But but we egoicize him and, and create him in an egoic misrepresentation of who he is, of who he truly is. You want to take it from there, Father? Absolutely. Many of you look upon me and say, oh, would I ever love to be where Jeshua is? Think a thought. And you are with someone. Mm-hmm. Think a thought, and you are in that universe. Well, I tell you this where I abide is in a vibrational frequency with many, many other beings whose consciousness never wavers for an instant from the deep appreciation and humility before the infinite mystery of all that God is. We abide in the great delight of knowing that we live, yet not us, but our Creator lives as us. And that is such a a statement of humility and appreciation. That is the... And that is the life of Christ. That's that's what that's what he came to show us as much as anything else yeah. is to who we truly are in terms of you know, he says, All power under heaven and all power in heaven and earth is given unto me and I give it unto you. Mm-hmm. And then we, we, we realize that God has two words, yes and amen. Yes. So anything, anything that we can think of is what we're going to get. 
Absolutely. Right? I mean, that, Absolutely. isn't that the law of attraction? The law of yes. attraction says, so what are we thinking? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. If you look it, at the world is. around us and know that that is total effect, the effect of what we are thinking, Right, because we, we've right. been given dominion. We've been given dominion yeah. over it. That's right. So that's the effect of what we are thinking. Yes. We have no one to blame but ourselves. And it's so easy to just turn it around and go, you know, take responsibility for what you're thinking from moment to moment and realize that that you are being granted your every thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And isn't it these words, which are the words of Yeshua himself, in referencing the many other beings whose consciousness never wavers, doesn't this harken back to the scripture that Christ was the first of many brethren? And those many brethren are us? that have been raised from the dead? The only difference between being a master and being a student is that the master has mastered the art of always being the student. Think about that one. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Desire, intention, allowance, surrender, Mm-hmm. What do you truly want? Are you willing to feel it and let that thread of desire carry you home? Can you remember, and that word remember is experiencing again, living again, to use time constructively by focusing your intention by reminding yourself of what you truly are here for. You are not here to survive. You are here to live as the truth of who you are. Mm. That is Mm. so powerful. If we could grasp that, that, you know, how many times have we tried to conform to what other people wanted us to be? Exactly. How many, how many times? Yeah, and what does that do to us? What does that do to us? It makes us feel small. It makes mm-hmm. us feel less than. It makes us feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, who we are was christened by God. Yeah. How dare they? How dare they? Yeah. It's disempowering. But, oh, how this message is empowering. <clears throat> Allowance, Allowance is not... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Allowance is not a passive acceptance of things as they are, but a recognition that there is something quite beautiful at work. There's an intelligence a love that knows you better than you know yourself. Mm-hmm. And it is presenting you moment by moment 
with jewels and gems and blessings and lessons that something is weaving the tapestry of our lives and nothing is happening by accident. Mm-hmm. You know, this is <clears throat> to the extent that this is absolute truth. You know, a lot of times, uh, especially when we read in in Second Corinthians the the definition of what love is, looking at it from egoic eyes, you go, well, that's just that's just a doorstep, a doormat. You're going to let anything happen. You're going to let all this occur. And that's not what it's saying. It's saying allowance is not passive acceptance of things that they are, but it's looking at things differently. Mm-hmm. If if you're confronted with a bunch of things that you would say are, are terrible situations, horrible situations, what you have to do is step back from it and look at it and go, well, why is this? You know, if more than one person is in, is involved, What's going on here? What lessons am I to be learning from this? And what lessons are they to be learning from this? What lessons is the world, and we as members incorporate of the world, what what is the world mirroring back to us in terms mm-hmm. of our own behavior? Mm-hmm. And 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 it should it should give us pause to go, uh, hold on a second, maybe there's something just a tad bit out of the line. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You mean the devil didn't make me do it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when we realize that, that, you know, then we come out and go, well, sure the devil made you do it, but then you have to realize you're the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Linda Marie, you want to take a minute? <clears throat> sure. One second. Okay. <clears throat> Surrender then is the cultivation of recognizing that your happiness can be found only in the submission of your will to the will of God. For your will has has been to be in conflict and struggle and limitation, but God's will is that we would live without conflict, in peace, filled with joy and feeling fulfilled and, and, and being happy. This is what is called bliss. Well, if you ever you want... know, it seems almost as if we don't want that, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it? Yes. It seems like we're avoiding... And actually, we are. We are avoiding the bliss that we naturally are. If you look at this, God's will, which is truly the only will there is, ultimately, mm-hmm. right? Right. Then, then all we have to do, all we have to do, is allow it to be. Yes. So when we're not allowing it to be, even though it is. That's why it, we're, it's called an illusion. You, you see, the reality is we live in a perfectly peaceful and harmonious world. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. But what we call reality is conflict and aggression and and all these things that are the exact opposite of peace, joy, and happiness. 
Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. and that that's what we call reality. We call that's why we need that's why it's called awakening. We need to mm-hmm. awaken. We need to awaken to to the reality of what's really going on. That that we truly all we have to do is and we and here we say submission. That that word that word submission also that might be one of the problems that we mm-hmm. we we uh we have with it. We don't. We're very rebellious people. We mm-hmm. don't want to be submissive, right? Well, the, so e- the ego doesn't let us be submissive. Right. right. The ego does not. But the ego can be tricked if we use words like abide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's not be submissive to the will of God, but let us rather abide in the will of God. <laughs> right, right, right. True. So, uh, okay, if we ever, if ever you wondered how to anchor your awareness in humility, stop what you're doing and ask yourself this question. Did I create myself? You know what the answer is. You know well what the answer is. No. (laughs) No. I didn't even know when I was created. Something birthed me. What is it? And this is really, you know, a lot of times we hear, I'm a self-made man, or I'm creating I'm creating my destiny. Uh, you create your experience of your destiny. You create the experiences that you're faced with in life. Mm-hmm. But you do not create your life. Right, and, and you are not—you do not create yourself. That—that's the height of arrogance. That will bring you to humility rather quickly when you really <laughs> did. Did I create myself? Who I truly am? No. Do you know how to give birth to a star? Ask yourself that. How do I give birth to a star? No. Do you know how to give birth to a leaf on a tree? No. Do you even know how you lift your head and from your lap? No. You know, that's really true. We just do it, right? right? Yeah. How do we beat our hearts? (laughs) Can you imagine what kind of trouble we'd be in if we were actually (laughs) responsible for every heartbeat we had to have, every breath we had to take, none of us would be alive today. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. And thank God for that, that, that yeah. we don't have control over that. Now, no, what then do you know? Just think about it. What do you actually know about yourself and how you were made, how you're created, how you came to being, how you function in the world. Mm-hmm. What do you know? You know nothing. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Allow yourself to understand that you do not know anything. In that state of divine ignorance, you will rest in the humility that finally allows your Creator to move through you and reveal to you all things. So 
So what is the difference between knowing and revelation? You see, we, we take great pride in, in those things that we intellectually know. Mm-hmm. But but when it comes down to the real important things in life, we may know that one and one equals two. We may know that uh, the uh, that we've memorized a few verses of the Bible. Okay, and we think we know these things. We do not know those things. We don't even begin to know those things unless they are revealed. The only thing we can truly know are those things that are revealed to us. Whenever there is an invention, whenever there is something that is created out of the blue, what is that? That's revelation. Mm -hmm. Did Mm -hmm. Einstein invent the theory of relativity? No, it was revealed to him. And he admits that. Yeah. Edison invent the light bulb? No. Edison could do nothing but mess up. (laughs) (laughs) It was revealed to him. Yep. And and this is the majesty of God and and the lack of ego that God has. Mm -hmm. Okay? That he will give us great scientific inventions without ever really appealing to him or her or it to do so. He just says, here you go, kid. (laughs) (laughs) Because how many many people have claimed to be atheists, yet invented great stuff that can only come from the mind of God? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yet they'll get up and go, well, I'm an atheist. You know, I've really never met a real atheist because when when a person says, yeah, when a person says I am opposed and I don't believe in God, what has he just admitted? That there is one. That there is one. Exactly. There is something for me not to believe in. Exactly. <laughs> right. So what they're really saying is that they don't believe in the uh, commonly held. Uh, Commonly held belief of God. They have they have another belief, right? <laughs> Beloved friends, the way of the heart is that way which corrects perception and brings right mindedness, so that you are no longer the maker and the doer and the director. Your opinions will come to mean nothing to you whatsoever. Boy, is that going to be a, an eye opener. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know other people's opinions mean nothing to me, but my opinion is very <laughs> Out of a grand emptiness, you will discover a perfect peace. Life will bear you on its wings. Through you, life will express an even greater dimensionality, the exquisite the infinite love and power and creativity that is God until you swear that God is all there is and there will be no place to find a trace of you. 
Now, that is what the ego is scared to death of. Absolutely. Because the ego doesn't even realize who the ego is. (laughs) Isn't that right? Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) The ego has this false identity of itself, which is why the ego must be and can be, thank God, transformed. Yes. And we transform. Yes. And, you know, it's interesting about the ego. You know, we have this, we were talking earlier about uh, just having that desire and and being in joy, but yet we've been told we need to suffer, you know, uh, in in order to gain the love of God. We have to do with that. We have to sacrifice and we have to, and we see that played out in churches and in places, and, and I think that's the ego, Right. That, so, that we can do something to earn that love, to to, to be right. worthy, and it's our inheritance. Right. Well, that that's right. I mean, you know, do we have to suffer? Well, if that's what you think, yes. Mm-hmm. You you know what I mean? It, but you bring that you bring that suffering on yourself right. with because of a false belief that through suffering I somehow earn something. And that's what the we ego have, does. You know, we, the ego this, Yes. Go ahead. No, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. That's kind of one of the roles of the ego. Yeah, the ego has us tricked into believing and it's totally supported by the world mm-hmm. that we must earn everything. Right. There ain't no free lunch. You know what I mean? When, right. when mm-hmm. in truth, every lunch is free. <laughs> because there ain't no such thing as money. <laughs> right. Especially now in this country. <laughs> you know, back then at least they had salt to trade. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but. You know, and in overcoming the ego, and 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 actually, I'm not so sure that overcoming the ego is 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 really the way we want to say it. It's relinquishing our dependency upon the ego, right? Right. right. And recognizing our true dependency on ourselves, our mm-hmm. true selves. You see. Mm-hmm. For if enlightenment is the ending of separation. How can there be a maker and a doer? Can the wave direct itself? The ego is the attempt to do so. And it always ultimately fails. Mm-hmm. That That's it. If we realize that in the totality of experience there is nothing but God, therefore God is both the giver and the gift. And this, for me, has been a very hard thing for me to learn, and I'm still learning it. Mm -hmm. That God is both the giver and the substance of the gift. So why would not God give everything to God? 
How can exactly. it not give everything to God when it already possesses everything? Yes. You see, and we just have to be opening up to allowing that. Ooh, that's good. Yes. You preach Peace well, Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you, Father. That's why I'm a bishop, Father. <laughs> oh, gosh. Talk about egos right now. <laughs> you know where you... it, um, <laughs> it mentions divine ignorance up here? Yes, I like Rumi's idea of divine madness. <laughs> That's where we are, isn't it? <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's such a no wonder. <laughs> but realize it's not me preaching. <laughs> yes, yes. And, it, it, and in times, isn't that the height of arrogance? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Peace then be with you always. So, so out there, everybody who's listening to this, realize that we are taking this course <laughs> just as you are. <laughs> <laughs> we are eternally the student. Yes. Absolutely. Being with you always. Let peace <laughs> pervade your being at all times. Know that you are safe in the love of God that arises from the great source of mystery and would move through you with every breath you breathe and every word you speak until you hear only that impetus of guidance that wells up from the depth of your being as a gentle voice that you trust completely and you will know the freedom that you seek. Whoa! It all has to do with gratitude, acceptance, trust, peace. If we make peace, and joy and happiness, the goals of our life, and realize that we already have them if we will but experience them by relaxing and trusting in the perfect will, and then do not allow yourself to be moved. Yes. Isn't that right? Don't allow yeah. yourself to be moved. You already abide where we are. Well, here here it is. They're saying it. You already abide where we are. Trust this. Know this. Rely on this. Explore the way of the heart, and you will come to know the truth of love. Be ye therefore at peace, beloved yeah. friend. Amen. Amen. Amen is right. I uh if we have any listeners live this evening, you know, our call-in number is 347-237-5625. And we would love to have a, a conversation with you about how does this work in your life? You know, what does this mean to you in your own life? You know, this whole idea of studying the way is about realizing how this, could, how this plays out in our life, recognizing how it is at work in our life. And then just like it says here, just kind of relaxing into the truth and without judgment, without beating ourselves up, without just say, oh, well, I get that now, and now I can move on and forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And let me say, too, we're still open to, if you have a prayer request you you want to bring to us, if you need seeking forgiveness in your life, we're he- here to extend that, that hand of, of God to you. So, indeed, like Bishop Linda said, let us hear from you, whatever it may be. Yes, we we would appreciate either your emails uh, and your prayer requests or your concerns at, uh, to OFG, OFJcommunity at gmail.com. We're here on the show live at 347-237-5625. And I also want to acknowledge all of the on-demand, all of the people who listen later to our archive shows. We really, really, really appreciate um, your listening support, and we thank you for supporting our ministry. We do this because it's part of getting the word out there, trying to uh, continue the modeling of of the Christ consciousness, which is to is to be the way and to shine that light. You know, I posted something on Facebook the other day, and I just love it. You know, and uh, uh, got it from another gal. And it was just a picture of a lighthouse, and it just said simply, you know, the lighthouse doesn't go running all over the island looking for somebody <laughs> to rescue. You know, the light, the lighthouse continues to be the light. Yes. And uh, and that's what this way is all about, and it's to rejoice in that. Mm-hmm. And then let the Spirit of God worry about the details. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of Facebook, we have a Way of Mastery Facebook page now. Ah, yes. And so if anybody, we really do want to hear from from you guys that are out there listening, and we know there are some. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We do. And, and, you know, if if you have questions, uh, we'll discuss them. Because we have found that in discussing these principles and discussing this material, uh, it becomes so much more real, not only for you, but for us as well. And we are all taking this course together. We are all uh, experiencing the way of the heart, even if you've done it a hundred times. Every time you do it, you, you, you gain more and more and new things from it because it's an infinite teaching. And I have certainly learned that in my journey. Uh, You know, in my study group on Tuesday, we've been doing uh, this work. We're in the way of knowing now. And it is incredible to me how much I continue to learn every time a discussion ensues. It just continues to unfold for me. And it's it's just, uh, that's the gift of this work. I mean, it's, it's just such a gift. Because it continues to reveal itself. It continues to expand. And my awareness keeps expanding. And I'm I'm so grateful for that. Absolutely. We, we now realize that we are infinite beings. But what does that mean? It means that we are constantly growing. Constantly growing. And this is the way we have chosen to grow. Mm-hmm. So please do infinite journey, an infinite journey, mm-hmm. a never-ending journey, which is, you know, I love that what D. E. Paul says. He says, 
the, the journey is the destination. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So thank everybody. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks, uh, Father Michael and Bishop Linda Marie for uh, for being there and doing this and giving of yourselves, of your infinite wisdom and loving personalities. Well, I'm gracious and thankful to be here and being a part of it. Absolutely. I, I, I am so grateful for the sharing because it keeps deepening within me. I, I begin to see more and more. The more that we talk about this, the more that we come together and share, it just keeps deepening my understanding. And I'm I'm really, really grateful. And, and I can't say enough about being uh, grateful and, and, and how much gratitude um, is such a blessing. It can be such a blessing in creating your next... Um, joyful experience so uh thank you bishop lee peterson and father michael and uh, we thank all of you for listening and we send you great peace and um and great joy and again remind you we're here each tuesday uh live at 9 p.m eastern time etc across the country and we send you love Thank you for listening to The Way of Consciousness here on The Way of Consciousness Radio Network. Programming to inspire you to live from the divine indwelling within you. This was a production of The Order of the Friends of Yeshua. The Order of the Friends of Yeshua community was created to offer support to those who continually seek to embody the Christ message of love, forgiveness, compassion, oneness and peace.